This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. So we're here, and it's the week before Thanksgiving, and it is the Mess It Up Podcast. I am the Bowtie Guy. And I am the Biker Chick. And uh, we are just sitting here with a lot of clocks ticking and clicking. They're and offset from another one they're, another. They're just a little bit, yeah, and it kind of makes a weird uh, haunted housey, you know, kind of creepy thing, yeah. Yeah, I, Paul I don't literally like hit go. And I looked around like, yeah. what is going on? We've been we've been sitting here talking for so long you didn't hear him. And then we got quiet right before we went. And right. all of a sudden you, you heard that noise kind of sneak in. Sometimes we have to stop making noise so we can hear the noise, mm. which is probably wow. a, a good message. Deep somewhere. subject yeah. there, Pablo. We do what we can here on the podcast. It's the week before Thanksgiving as we're uh, recording and releasing this. It's also the week before and a very, very important day. Oh, really? What day would that be, my friend? Someone will be hitting the big four zero. Big four zero. That's right. Well, huh. Let's go through the seven billion people on the world and see if we can figure out who it is. Uh, process of elimination. It's not me. Nope. Because yours is 222. Yes. Very easy to remember yes. yours. And I'm going to guess, because it's very important, and we're the only people here, other than you people on the other side of the speakers. Right. We're about to have a birthday girl. We are. Yeah. We are. And do you enjoy the belly button birthdays? Um. Yeah, I do. I I love my birthday. Yeah. It's I think not... people know this about me. I don't understand what people don't. I, I I have people who like fight the age thing, and both male and female who do that. And um, I just I say, embrace it. I. I like to see how many more I got in me, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, hmm, we'll be 40. Yeah. I wonder how, how many more. Yeah, completely. It's, you know, you just keep on going with it and having as many as you want. And, and I think. Well, it's not really in my control. It's not necessarily. Not what I want. We can slow them down, but stretching them out isn't necessarily under our purview. But it is, you know, I just say, you know, if you're going to have a birthday, it's just another number. It's not, you know, the age doesn't really count. And. I just, I think it's awesome no matter what. So I, I just love to, uh, to do the birthday thing. Yeah, I now, think they're great. Being a Thanksgiving girl like that, did you, does your birthday ever fall on the day of thanks? Like for every four years, yeah. I think. It- and is that a, is that a cool thing or is that a, well, I'm getting gypped on my birthday because now everybody just wants turkey. It used to bother me when I was younger. I used to have that. Mm-hmm. I'm totally getting screwed, but yeah. As I get older, it just doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if the whole world's celebrating that day with me or not. It's yeah. still my birthday. So. I, uh, I, I wouldn't mind. And if it was, you know, if I was like that way, I would, I would probably, you know, Thanksgiving would be mad at me. Right. <laughs> for having to share it. Oh, no doubt. My birthday. There's no doubt. Um, because I would make everybody know everywhere that, Hey, this is what's going on. It's, right. it's, it's. it's Wow. Wow. That's interesting. There's somebody Some, talking. Yeah, somebody's talking to us. We've got Siri going somewhere. Did you somewhere say, hey, Siri? I'm having trouble with the connection. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you better go handle your yeah, woman over there. You what's going on? What's, what's happening there? Um, that's really funny. That is hysterical. So, Paul must have gotten her attention for some reason. That's okay. Yeah, it was my iPad across the room oh. was uh, was talking. We it, it thought something. But anyhow, I. I 
I would I would make everybody celebrate with me, and I would. Uh, and I love pumpkin pie, so I'd be okay with pumpkin pie instead of a cake. Um, <gasps> I just got, and I know you can't eat ice cream, so I'm sorry about no, this. No, bring it. But they're pumpkin ice cream sandwiches, and they've got like a vanilla crust on the outside and pumpkin ice cream in the middle. Where did you get these? The Albertsons. Wow, is it like a a brand that you can tell us, or do you not remember? Is it just like generic? I think it's just a generic Albertsons oh, my brand. It is <gasps> phenomenal. Wow. Oh my goodness. They had eggnog ones, which I didn't get. Oh, and they also on. had peppermint with chocolate outside. Here's what I would have to do so. if I could do the lack. I would um, I would double deck pumpkin and eggnog. Because I used to go during this time of year, I'd go to Baskin Robbins and I'd get an ice cream sundae with pumpkin pie ice cream and eggnog ice cream mm, and, yeah. uh, and butterscotch or caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. good. Oh, so good. I might need to get a lactate pill. You might. And go ahead and try it. this thing. This so sounds, good. that sounds fantastic. Well, um, we are here to, uh, to make messes and not that way. Uh, so we're going to make the message, uh, become a mess here or no other way around. The mess become a message. Uh, I want to tell them just a little bit about uh, where they can find us beyond just the end of their headphones here. Sure. If you want to get onto social media with us, we are on Twitter. You can hit us up there. You can find us on Instagram and on Reddit. We have a, a Reddit account where we like to talk about recovery issues. We're also on Facebook. Um, so just look for Mess It Up Podcast in those places and you will find us pretty easily. Uh, we also have a Website, messituppodcast.com, where you can download the most recent episode of the show. You can also become a patron, sponsor us uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, and help to keep the ministry going, pay for the bills, and uh, just let us know that you appreciate us uh, by keeping the ministry going. We appreciate your your love and support that way as well. So check those things out. We have email. Uh, I don't know. When I was a kid, I loved mail. I I still kind of like mail. Mm -hmm. It's not as exciting. But it was really cool to get mail from somewhere else in the world. And so I like to send mail, too. We had a, uh, a child that we sponsored through World Vision. I thought it was cool to send mail. Email's not quite as cool, but you can send email to a guy in Hawaii. And that's info at messituppodcast.com. That's intern Dave. Lives on the big island, so um, he gets the mail there. Uh, if you want to just keep it here in California, you can uh, send it to bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or... Biker chick at messituppodcast.com. And uh, for the our listener in Amsterdam, I mean, come on. It's all sending to America. It's going across. We are we are not just international, Christina. We are we are intercontinental. That's fantastic. Uh, I don't know if we're interhemispherical. Uh, it kind of depends on where you split the hemispheres, but we're usually lumped in with Europe, so I can't go quite interhemispherical, but uh, definitely intercontinental, which I think is outstanding. So our, our Amsterdam st- listener, I don't know if you're an Amsterdamster. I don't know how, what they call Don't Don't make them stop listening, yeah. please. Please, please contact us and tell me what you're called, first of all, and then, you know, I'd uh, love to know more about, about you and the show. Uh, check it out. You can also um, give us... Uh, a rating wherever you're listening to this give us a five-star rating write a review if you're so inclined because that really helps uh, make the podcast more successful as well so we appreciate all those things that you do and uh just so that you know there's now not a piece of fuzz on something that was close to Christina. it was a bug oh all right it was well, a little flying thing nice. sorry coolio so this last week uh in my prison um, class we were talking about solving conflict 
and we were looking at uh, biblical ways of approaching conflict. And a lot of times in our lives, conflict comes up, and especially with the holidays coming up, it can be a time where conflict, families getting together, you know, we can have conflict. And I was talking about the, the concept with that, that oftentimes I will find myself making a mistake and then having to apologize and then making a mistake again and having to apologize, oftentimes to the same person. And it made me think about David and how David was just the ultimate mess up, apologize kind of guy in the Bible. I mean, mm -hmm. he was really able to make some serious mistakes and then just pour his heart out and, and love God. And as you read through the Psalms, so many of them were written by David and they start off from a position of woe is me and end up a few verses later in, but God, you're awesome. Right. And so I wanted the guys to bring back a Psalm that we could talk about. So, um, I knew that they weren't all necessarily, you know, Bible scholars, but I've given a Bible. We've been together nine months. So I said, I want you to, to spend some time, find a Psalm and come back and tell the group about your Psalm. So there's one particular student in my group that is, um, he's not super young, but he's, he's under 30 mm -hmm. and, um, he has a, a kind of a puppy dog attitude toward life. He's very positive. Uh, but silly, likes to joke around a lot. And that keeps him from being particularly serious. You know, he kind of deflects mm -hmm. with humor. Right. And oftentimes doesn't do the assignment. So he comes to class unprepared. So I wasn't sure what I was going to get when we came in. And, and he was the last person to come into to class that day on Thursday. And so we're sharing our Psalms. And it, out of the 13 guys in the class, he went, I think, like maybe 10th. He was the 10th one to present his Psalm. And... What he wrote, I want you to keep in mind, this is, this is this kid who doesn't take things seriously. He's not a Bible scholar, oftentimes doesn't do his work. So I wasn't sure what I was going to expect from him. But I just want to read you what he, what he gave to me because I, I kept it. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Psalm 70. And he says, I can't seem to find the right words to interpret this psalm. For the sake of me, I will do my best to do so. First, I want to talk about how this psalm caught my attention. I was going through the book of Psalms, turning page after page, when all of a sudden I see this short verse, so I read it. To my delight, I feel happy, anxious, and excited to get to class to share with my fellas what I had read. In short, I like this psalm because of the first line. It says, hasten, O God, to save me. God mm. knows I need saving. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. And then he writes, I am one foot in and one foot out. Be patient and I will seek your everlasting love. My heart is in the right place, but my mind is still wanting to make a choice. This psalm is officially a favorite of mine now until I fully understand the words it reads. I will not give up. I will continue to ask God for help and saving. Thank you. God bless and he signs his name. And I was just like, wow. so, and it was just the whole class just turned and looked and like, wow, this kid just, and I asked him later, I said, what, where did this come from? You know, this is not your standard work. And he said he had waited to the last minute and he knew he had to bring it. And he was sitting in his cell with the celly that day. And he's like, I don't know what to write. 
and he was, you know, expressing his frustration and confusion um, and, and trying to look for a little bit of sympathy from his celly. And his celly's like, why don't you just be honest? Mm-hmm. And so he just poured out honesty into this and it just, I just loved it. I just loved the simple honesty of what he said and to recognize I'm one foot in and one foot out. And, right. and that's where I am so often. I'm, I'm trying to stand on the boat and the dock because I'm, I'm too afraid to go one way or the other. And so I just wind up being paralyzed. And so often, you know, when we're changing positions like that, it takes the momentum. You know, if you stop your momentum, you wind up going down. And, and he sees that he's, you know, stopped his momentum and he's trying to get that back. And I just thought that was so just powerfully beautiful. I was just, um, you know, I, I, I used to golf and if I had money, I still would, I guess, but I was mm-hmm. never good. I always had fun, never good. But when you go out golfing, they always talk about that one shot that you have that keeps you coming back because I mean, depending on how bad you are, I I'm out there and I swung the club, you know, 130 times on 18 holes. So I had a lot of opportunities to get that one shot and you connect with the ball and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's what it's supposed to feel like. That was good. I want to keep coming back and trying to do that. And this this is going to keep me coming back to this prison for the next three, six months. Just right. chasing this, Absolutely. this joy. So I was expressing this to one of my other students in another class yesterday. And he said, and they call me Ira at the prison. He said, Ira, that's what you do for us. Mm-hmm. You give us that joy that makes us want to keep coming back to find something. I was like, wow, was not expecting that to come out of it. So it's just made me think about where, where do we look for, for peace, for comfort, for respite, for, um, I don't know, protection, ease, whatever it is, you know, that, that we get out of these, you know, the Psalms are, were written as, as hymns of worship to God. Right. Where, where do we get that? Where am I getting that? And, and a lot of times we find that we, you know, we, we try to get it in our, our habits, our, our addictions, our compulsive behaviors, and that doesn't work real well. And so, so I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about those kind of things, not that we can't, but, but I don't want to linger there, but where are some healthy places that we can look when we need, especially as we're coming up into these holiday times and maybe, maybe someone's listening to this as they're, you know, preparing to drive to go visit family that they don't really feel like being with for Thanksgiving. That's why I stay home. Yeah. I don't have to deal with those. I don't want to be around. Yeah. So, so what, um, where, where do we find, where can we find, where do you find, where do I find, where do the listeners find? This is what I'm, I'm wondering about is this, this, um, idea of finding some I'm struggling for the word it's not really peace I don't think but maybe maybe peace um, just uh, I guess serenity like that serenity process where do we mm. how can I find my serenity and, and I can find it sometimes in the Bible but sometimes I, I don't want to get serenity from the Bible it just annoys me because I feel like I'm just reading myself platitudes one thing that doesn't give me serenity is a good platitude you know it's just, it's not good mm-hmm. and it could frustrate me. Mm-hmm. And, um, but other times I love, like, I love, I love the AA cliches. 
I just think they're so, and I had a friend who knew every one of them. He could just like pull them out like a magician. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he moved away and I really miss that because I, I, there's just that kernel of truth in the cliche that, that makes me think, it makes me, okay, all right, maybe it's overused, but yeah, okay, easy does it. It's, that's a good one. One day at a time. All right, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Let go, let God. Yeah, makes sense. But sometimes I'm like, who are you to tell me to let go? Mm-hmm. You know, if God really wants it, he's strong enough to take it from me, which is not an attitude I am encouraging, right. but it is sometimes an attitude that I have espoused um, in my own doings. And um, I think it's important to have places where we can go. And I was just realizing, as I said, as soon as you said espoused, yeah. I was like, guess what we forgot? We forgot the word of the week. Well, <clears throat> let me ask you this, Christina. In all honesty, it's just you and me and the listeners mm-hmm. and, you know, intercontinental. Being that we missed the word of the week, how does that make you feel? Does it upset you? Are you happy about it? Could you not care less? Um, Would it be fair to say that you're a malcontent? Because that's our word of the week is malcontent. <laughs> a setup. Oh, Pablo. Uh, yeah, I agree. It was a setup, but, um, I, I love that malcontent malcontent to me is one of those words that sounds like what it is. It doesn't sound like a, like a, like, Hey mom, teacher called me a malcontent today. Look at me go. I'm going to put a, a sticker up on the wall, but it's a person who's dissatisfied and rebellious. They're just like, they're not content. They're, they're fighting against it. Right. And, um, sometimes that's the way I get though. When people give me those platitudes. Yeah. I'm a malcontent. I'm a malcontent with God. And David was a malcontent with God uh, at the beginning of a lot of the Psalms. Not at the end of any of the Psalms, but at the beginning of many Psalms. What what town is a malcontent from? Because it sounds like a type of a person. (laughs) (laughs) The way that you keep saying it. I'm a malcontent. I'm like... (laughs) Well, you know, I would name a town, but uh, I don't want to, you know, alienate, you know, a huge audience. Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to name a town, but you, know, you pick the town that you don't like around you and say that that's where that's the malcontents where from. come from. Yeah. Yeah. And just know that they're saying it about you as well. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, when you are in that malcontent state, do you recognize it? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't like that. I'm being a malcontent and sometimes like, yeah, I, I, I don't care. And sometimes like, all right, well, I need to fix my attitude. Is, is that something that you can recognize in yourself if you get there or not always? What does the word mean again? Malcontent? Yeah. It, it, it is like being um, dissatisfied, um, rebellious, um, wanting to... It's just how I live my life. Yeah. Now I understand why you're asking me. <laughs> I'm like, so what's out of the ordinary about yeah. that word? That just, that should be my middle name. It wouldn't flow off the tongue as well. Sure. Try it. You know, it does sound, it makes you sound more, more <laughs> like, 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 a, like, a, like a business person, like, you know, the, a business owner, like Christina Malcontent. Exactly. Owner. Right. Chrissy Joe is like. All right. We're going sideways. Happy. But uh, yes, we've gone very sideways. So let's get back to the Psalms, shall okay, we? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, I'm curious about David's process, and I won't ever know this until I can go ask him, but 
I've written things and I found when I would write, um, quite frequently, I, I feel that my more powerful writing was born of negativity, of a negative mind space that I was trying to find my way out of or, or grapple with, that I could write more poignant, more uh, emotive things about sorrow than I can about joy. I don't have a, an ability to gush as much about joy as I can gush about my pain. Um, and I can't be as descriptive you know, I can find those descriptive words for pain mm -hmm. and sorrow that I can't seem to find for joy, um, which then makes me upset. So then I can get a little more, you know, sorrow. And now I'm back in well, a sweet spot for writing. Just like they say, all the artists, you know, the singers, they are always better artists when they're jacked up than when they you know, have their come to Jesus moment or get sober or... yeah. Yeah, I, I listened to a James Taylor interview and he said the same thing. They're like, well, this album didn't do as well. And it was like, you seem like you didn't have a way to go. And everything. I said, I'd been sober for a year and a half. <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't have any weirdness and pain and trouble that I was trying right. to explain in a song. My life was good. Um, so yeah, there, I think there's definitely, um, something to be said for, for that, uh, for sure. Um, well, I don't want to be, you know, cheesy radio host, although I love being cheesy radio host, but I yeah, think one of the things that we want to do is be able to protect ourselves from this. And, uh, the song that we have for our song of the week is a song by a band called Citizen Way. And I thought we might've done it before, but I went through and I checked and I didn't see it. So if, if this is another time where Paul is making you listen to a song again, I apologize. I will tell you this. It is not going to be nobody by casting crowns, but it is a song by Citizen Way. It's called Bulletproof. So... We'll play this song for you. We'll talk about it. We'll come back and wrap up about our psalms and uh, send you back on your merry way to uh, Thanksgiving somewhere. So that song is one of the songs that, um, I don't want to say it wouldn't matter what it said, but it's got one of those catchy little beats and hooks that, um, it reminds me of Justin Timberlake and his little troll song that was just, uh, too catchy mm, to not yeah. like. And this song is 
for me, too catchy to not like. I probably wouldn't buy an album full of it, but um, it's definitely one that had me dancing in the shower this morning when it came on. And um, I just like that uh, that beat to it and, you know, the little down, 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 uh-huh. down. And I like the dichotomy of how it's going up as they say down. Mm. Um, I just think that that's a really clever little thing that they're doing with that. Um because it says no fear is going to doubt is going to shoot me down and, and they go up. And so I choose to think of that as an intentional uh, gimmick uh, that they're doing with the song in the production of it. But anyhow, I just I heard it this morning. I thought I'm going to do that song on the show. Nice. So um, so we did. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about Psalms and um, I don't have like a go to psalm. Because there's so many of them. And I did a long study when I was incarcerated about Psalms and just kind of made a chart to look and see because I was like, I wonder what these things are about. Because so many of them did feel to me like that. I hate everything. And then at the end, God is good. Right. Um, Do you have... 150 Psalms. Yes. Yes. And some of them are very long and some of them are short. And, uh, And Ernie admitted he was looking for a short one because he was running out of time. And he just wanted a short one and it wound up like, you know, being good. Mm-hmm. A lot of my guys chose Psalm 1. Yeah. Um, which uh, it, uh, has a lot of, um, one of my guys said, you know, it's a, it's a recipe for, for faith, you know, how, how to have faith. Um, and then several of them chose what I would say is probably if, if you just walked up to a person on the street, give me a psalm. I'm thinking Psalm 23 is probably right. going to be most people's go-to. I have it on my little battle coin that someone gave to me. And as we were talking before, you said that was uh, one. You said it was uh, your mom's favorite or there was a link there with... After mom died, okay. when I was a little girl, I memorized that one. Okay. That was the one that for some reason really stuck to me. Yeah. And I I remember my mom reading me that one and, and them trying to explain that, that line, the Lord is my shepherd. I was good with that. I shall not want. And I took it to be... The Lord is the shepherd that I don't want. That's the one that I'm not going to have. And I, at one point, I had a little aha moment where I realized commas and whatnot and, and right. poetry. Um, so anyhow, if you haven't read the Psalms, um, it's a good way to spend a long time uh, because there are quite a few of them there. Uh, and if you've got a favorite Psalm, I would love to hear from you. Uh, Post a verse on Instagram or uh, Facebook or just shoot us an email and let us know that that was your psalm. But um, I think uh, we, we've blundered on almost uh, closing on the 25-minute mark here. Woohoo! Yeah, so uh, we'll put a bow on this. Wow, it's going to be a short show? It's just, well, it's longer than we originally planned on shows being. But shorter than what but they normally are. They have been <laughs> for a while. And I know that it's going to take me a little time to, you know... Uh, unwind the rest of the show and, and let right. it go. Uh, but I will remind you about our uh, our email addresses uh, so that you can write to us if we've said something that you just want to ask us about or, or continue a conversation with. You can email me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com You can email me at bikerchick at messituppodcast.com And intern Dave is info at messituppodcast.com You can send us your requests for uh, songs of the week or for... Uh, uh, word of the week or any of those kind of things uh, can go there as well. Check us out on Reddit, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and uh, leave those reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast. Leave us a review and a uh, a rating that really helps us out. 
and consider becoming a patron. Uh, for those of you who have been a patron, we really appreciate it. And for those of you who are thinking about it, please, uh, please do. We'll make it worth your while uh, with some cool swag as well. So um, until next week, which will be Thanksgiving week, uh, I guess that's about it. So we'll see you next time we mess it up. Bye. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.